SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. It is nine minutes now after five o'clock. We're in conversation with uh, Luca Moneta, who is a senior economist for Africa and Middle East at the Alliance. The international financial services provider has released a country risk atlas uh, this week. The study outlined risk ratings of nations based on quarterly political, economic and business environment insights. The report has found that South Africa is at a high risk of social unrest due to load shedding and infrastructure challenges. To share some of the findings from the report, we are now joined by uh, Luca Luca, good uh, evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. Interesting that we have this conversation about the report and also the risk um, that are there due to load shedding. And just yesterday, our deputy deputy um, chairperson of the NCOP um, saying that um, load shedding doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but surely from your research that you've done, it is actually a critical issue that borns that a great risk. It is. It is. Thanks for, for having me uh, here to comment on that. I mean, well, we have also published recently a risk barometer uh, identifying the, the sources of risks uh, that executives and companies worldwide are facing. And critical infrastructure blackouts and supply chain disruption rank respectively first and third among South Africa's risks in the rankings. Uh, we ask local businesses and stakeholders to, to compile each year. So we do this exercise, again, as, well, as I was saying, on a global scale, publish the results early in the year. And we do know that the asymmetric impact of load shedding and business disruption may continue to weigh on uh, SMEs and also exacerbate tensions across the society. So on the one side, we see, for instance, last year, overseas visitors increasing by 47%. And tourist destination, starting with hotels, for instance, uh, remaining best equipped and perhaps even protected to, to deal with uh, load shedding and their consequences. On the other side, the situation in popular areas, street safety in general, petty crime, violence as a whole, are also somewhat affected by that. So this obviously, I'd say, increases the gaps and does not help to low offenses or increase the credibility of institutions that are still relatively young compared to similar countries and need some form of, say, dialogue to, to take place. So with, with this research, does the research say it, it is load shedding um, that would lead to the risk or is it all of the other factors that imp- that is impacted because of load shedding that leads to the risk? Like, for instance, if we speak about economic activity, the high unemployment rate due to load shedding, um, are those the issues that would lead to um, to the unrest and not necessarily the um, the switching off of the lights or off the grid? For sure, for sure. I mean, um, there are some kind of, say, structural, I'd say, uh, weaknesses that persist uh, in the country. This year will be particularly, say, challenging uh, in, in that extent, to that extent, uh, I'm referring particularly to, to the election. Uh, w- of course, I wouldn't, say, argue that load shedding per se uh, leads to, say, social unrest and so on. But uh, actually, what we discovered in the past, say, 18 months is that coming at a cost. Uh, however, the, the country itself as a system has shown a, a pretty much surprising, I'd say, degree of resilience in the face of uh, uh, such events. So we saw that on companies, for instance, in the, in the efforts to import 
electricity generators to, to continue to ensure business continuity. We saw that on households and, uh, and consumption. So all these data actually suggest that, of course, it has had an impact, uh, but probably not, and it is probably still latent. It has, it has of course, increased, the, uh, exacerbated the, the uh, some kind of tensions, and there are also some, say, latent tensions that remain in the system and probably will come out uh, again as we uh, approach the election. Okay. And then also on the issue on, um, so you have the load shedding that happens, um, but what we've seen is that sometimes you do find protest where um, where there is, um, well, residents would go to the streets and protest on the streets because there hasn't been electricity for a couple of months or sometimes even a couple of, or, yeah, couple of months, couple of days, and not necessarily because of load shedding, but because of critical infrastructure that has been stolen, critical yep. infrastructure that has been damaged, but the government is slow at uh, trying to refurbish um, that infrastructure. What about that particular aspect? Is, 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 is it... Is, is it is it class driven at all? You mean the protests the, the or, protest, uh, or yes. road shedding? The, the protest. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I'd say, that, that of course, it is. Uh, it, it can have, say, kind of political connotation for sure. And again, uh, visiting also the, the country on a frequent basis, we see that uh, there are certain areas that remain somewhat. Uh, where the, the, as, at least the perception is that uh, there is a kind of state of uh, abandonment in the, in, in, on certain aspects when it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to schooling, for instance, and access to education. Uh, also, the, the increase in tariffs when it comes to bringing kids to school, for instance, and uh, uh, how the, these costs need to be to be matched somehow. So these parties is definitely there, and of course helps in the in the in building up a narrative where uh, those that feel uh, are most excluded are probably feeling even more ex excluded and, se and segregated. What would be critical then uh, for the political players to, to look at to try and avoid that particular risk? I'd say that, for instance, uh, if we look at under, say, the uh, environmental and even generational challenges. These are probably the, the, the aspects that remain more of a concern. So when it comes to, for, for instance, environmental challenges and ways to say produce, for instance, uh, additional electricity or even distribute that more fairly, meaning off grid or even say uh, on, on the rooftops, for instance, these measures require, say, greater consensus and also capacity to spend. That goes, of course, in line with the need to attract also private and uh, foreign capital in a properly, I'd say, regulated environment. So I, developments in, in the renewable energy, for instance, and electricity distributions remain, I'd say, key. And they are also measures to, to mitigate the effects of climate change and also to ensure, again, business continuity. So these dimensions are remain critical to, to improve also in economic terms, the, the medium to long-term outlook, and also to avoid too many, say, stops and goes on industrial output, so the short term. On the other hand, I'd say the, the, the social dimension still suffers greatly from also the relatively young age of the country's institutions and power structure. 
And there is, of course, another aspect, which is the ongoing generational change and the legacy that the current generation is leaving behind. Mm-hmm. A final one, um, Luca, did the researchers at all look at um, the risks that are born out of climate change and the impact that it's having on societies? You, you mean about climate change? Yes, yes. Uh, so, so I'm asking if, if your research looked at all at the impact that climate change has on societies and the possible risks that are born from that. Yeah, for sure. For sure, one aspect is definitely the, the aside from the country resilience, uh, the country and the institutions' responsiveness to, to such uh, events. I'm referring particularly to, to floods, droughts, and so on. So this is a key component of our indicator in general, and it is also a key component for particularly a key component for emerging markets and African countries uh, in, uh, in particular. So this is definitely something we are looking at when we analyze particularly mid to long term prospects and uh, something that needs to be addressed continuously. Thank you so much for your time. That is Luca Moneta, who's a senior economist for Africa Middle East at the Alliance.